Welcome to The Uncomfortable Truth once again. Today, the podcast is open mic. That's right, open mic, just like I have right now. You know, there were comedy clubs, probably still are, that featured open mic nights. You didn't have to be chosen to be there. You didn't have to have a gig. People from the audience could come up and do their thing. You might hear something original and good occasionally, but you mostly saw flop sweat. Most people aren't good at comedy extemporaneously or even prepared. Karaoke bars aren't what they used to be. Kind of cute. Sometimes you hear someone with a decent voice. But horrible singing, unfortunately, can destroy even the experience of good liquor. There are people out there with great ideas desperately searching for an outlet. You probably know some. I do. There are people with outlets already who don't feel the need to have great ideas or even historical knowledge or much of an education who simply feel there's a mic in front of them so they might as well use it. You know, we license people to own a gun. We ought to make people who have media access take some tests too. I remember once I was going to what I thought was a Bruins hockey game in Providence and I pulled up in my Bentley and I said to the attendant at the garage, how late are you open? And he said, we close in an hour. And I said, don't be silly. There's a hockey game at eight. You have to be open till the end of the hockey game. He said, there is no hockey game tonight. I said, of course there is. Here are my tickets. He said, your tickets are for Boston, the professional Bruins club, not the minor league. We looked at each other for a few seconds and he said to me, tell me, do you need to take an IQ test to buy one of these cars? I thought it was very apt. So here's what USA has reported today as I read this to you about Whoopi Goldberg and her comments on racism in the Holocaust. Quote, during a discussion with co-hosts, Goldberg claimed the Holocaust, which involved the murder of six million Jews and other victims, was not about race. Her words, her co-stars, anti-Semitism groups, and fans on social media immediately pushed back on her statement. The TV host quickly apologized and addressed her comments on air during The View the next day. Unquote. That's the article. Later, Ms. Goldberg appeared on somebody's talk show. I don't know if it was Jimmy Kimmel or whose it was, but she almost undid her apology, trying to rationalize and explain away what she said. And despite her later apology, ABC News President Kim Goodwin announced Goldberg's suspension on February 1st, effective immediately for two weeks. The president said that Ms. Goldberg needed some time to reflect on what happened before she came back. Now, Ms. Goldberg might have heard her erroneous description of the Holocaust because it was about race. The Nazis identified the Jews as an inferior race and, unlike racism today, decided on genocide as the answer. They tried to kill every Jew around them and would have done so worldwide if they were globally successful in the war as they had hoped to be. But they decided they would gas and kill, murder and shoot, hang and knife the Jews. So she might have heard this description from someone. She might have said it extemporaneously. She might have prepared it. She said it was not about race. It was about man against man, human against human, white guy against white guy. But it was factually wrong and historically ignorant. Yet who knows how many people listening and watching were influenced by it and will now repeat it ad nauseum. 
The Nazis indeed saw the Jews as an inferior race and were acting to annihilate them. And they were successful to the extent of six million people dying. Barbara Streisand is a uniquely talented singer, whom I have seen in person. But her political statements are often absurd, not because of the party she backs, but because of the lack of truthfulness in her statements, the lack of veracity and validity in what she's saying. I recall at Boston Garden, when I saw her once, having to read the lyrics to her own songs off the jumbotron in the middle of the arena, so we could all see this. But her patter, her talk in between songs and her political statements, and at the time her bashing of Bush, were also printed there, so she could read them. And they were more embarrassing, both reading them and listening to her simply replay them. She's the source of the statement, by the way, shut up and sing. I don't think Whoopi Goldberg is prejudiced or a deliberate contortionist with the truth, something I think that Joe Rogan is. But I think, like many with the accidental privilege of a mic in front of her, she's often careless about what she says, and she doesn't base her utterances on fact so much as personal perspective and what she hears from people who share her views and her lack of, her lack of knowledge of other views. To the credit of her co-hosts, they pushed back. They challenged her. They said, you can't really be saying what you're saying. To the credit of her boss, he invoked some consequences. There needs to be consequences. A two-week suspension isn't going to kill her, but maybe it will make her reflect. I hope to our credit we use our brains and sources to find the truth and not to continue to rewrite history as though that's going to improve the future. And that, my friends, is a highly uncomfortable thing.